This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Then let me push this button and then let me push this button right here. Oh, no, that's not the right button. Now it's the right. There it goes. You think we need a fancy intro for this thing? No, I told you our intro already. Which is what? Shout out to your mama and dad for making you. We are not bringing that into this week. <laughs> I promise you we're not bringing that into this week. Just the whole episode was it four. She just kept singing that one part of that song over and over again. I think it's the again. nicest thing you could say to anybody. Welcome to the Kramer and Jess Uncensored Podcast. We do this once a week off the air. You know, we do a morning show here in Mix 106.5 in Baltimore. And then worldwide with this podcast. Got a lot of people in San Diego to listen and Phoenix and Atlanta. And appreciate you checking it out. And Stockton. Stockton, shout out. Shout out, family. What's, what's the best part about Stockton for those who have never been there before like me? Well, I, I drove through one time. It was pretty uneventful. No, it's a very, very small town. I think the best part of it, because it's literally such a small town, you're everyone there is so loyal because all we have, all we can do is really spend time with each other. So everyone's That's just... It. Loyal. It's backyard barbecues good, yeah, and what? Yeah, good friends. What do you do for fun, good for people. real? Good people. We kick it and we talk and we drink and we eat together. That's what we do. Do you think that's why basically the garage boy night happened? Because, like, what else are you going to do? Like, if you're not... <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! No! If you're not... Stop it! Then what are I'm you so doing? I'm so mad. Anyways, okay. shout out to online. Shout out to uh, your mom and dad for making you. Shout out to your mom and dad for making you. <laughs> We've got a lot to cover today. One of those is going to be the topic of marriage, and I'm going to leave it at that for now. But somebody on this show that's not me, <laughs> that used to be a whole lot easier. <laughs> like back, back in the Channel 933 days, I could easily come on the air and be like, someone on this show is already talking marriage, dun, dun, dun. but who is it going to be? But like with it's just literally me and Jess in here, it's like, oh, it must but be Jess. <laughs> yeah, but it's only me, though. Just know it's like, are they getting married? No, no, no. Literally, it's, I only mention this like wants to Kramer, I'll, so just keep this between us. These yeah. are just my thoughts. That's like, the thing with this podcast. Yeah, nobody asked me or anything. Like, can you just, can this just be us? I ain't trying to get caught up. The thing with the Uncensored podcast, yeah. you need to know if you're new, it's like, this is a safe place. Yes. And you can never reference this ever again. Right? No. Like, you can't ever come up with that. Remember that one time? Like, chill. Like, we want to know that you're listening. Yeah. But like, this, I feel like we let more out on here and not quite yet because we're still like we're 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 like we're like first fifteen minutes into a party right now you know like we're here and yeah. like we're feeling a little more comfortable in the room but yeah. like just wait till we've been here for a little bit yeah and don't go comment on a picture and be like I heard you talking about this about no, the podcast no. I'll delete it it all stays right I here. will delete no it no topics that are discussed on this podcast yeah. can be discussed anywhere but in this podcast unless it's in the DMs it's and our also, DMs don't DM anybody else but no us. no no. And also, don't, yeah, especially other people's significant others. But who on the show could I be talking about? It's me. It's Jess. Um, but <laughs> but uh, with that said, too, like, don't listen to this if you're going to be sensitive, especially to today's episode, because I already told Jess there's one topic I want to talk about because I just need to get it off my chest. We sat here for four hours and I didn't say a word about it. I can't. That's just not of my nature. Yeah. So I want to talk about it here um, in, in a couple seconds. Before we do, though, um, going back to understanding how this to end this little segment right here last week on the show i said something and i got a message about it so i just want to clear it up okay oh, really because and in the future i won't clear it up because i think you'll know me better but there's a new baltimore listener that was checking out the podcast oh. and she said she was a little disturbed by the comment that i made do you know which, what comment i'm referring to was it f m g m 
FBGM. Oh, my bad. Yeah. She, she, really? Yeah. She was saying, I really started to like you, but then I felt like that comment was like unnecessary. It felt really like out of character. She said. And it's not. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, that's the funny thing. Is that's, it could not be more okay, character. But I want to go back and define <laughs> FBGM for one second. And again, we're not going to say... Let me let me catch you up to speed on how we even got to FBGM. Yeah, mm-hmm. last time. I feel like I just kind of said it and we moved on. Yeah. So FBGM can be Googled very quickly on your phone. So mm-hmm. just take a second. We'll wait. <laughs> I don't have enough music beds. I can't wait. Should we play something? No. no. Okay, Google real quick. Okay, so that's what it means. Got mm-hmm. it? That's the acronym for it. Last week I was saying that Jess was really upset because there were so many people that were making mean comments about us you know, being new to town. Yeah. And my philosophy was I just want to FBGM. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I hope that you know I literally didn't mean I want to go out and FBs yeah. and or GM. That, or that he is even referring to women as that term. And let me explain to you in a nice way of what, of what he genuinely means, Save too. me, Jess. So what he... And, and that was just like a funny way to put it. You know, he wants to go out there and find his soulmate. <laughs> no, for real, though, you do. You really want to yeah, go. We'll you, no, yeah, too. you want to explore and kind of get into the dating world seriously while focusing on your career and becoming successful. Yes. That's actually, that is literally what you want to do, but we just said it the other way because it's quicker and funnier. And it's funnier to say that way. It's funnier. Truly what that means. And it hypes us up. What I want to say. <laughs> like, period. <laughs> if I was like, hello, I would like to focus on my career and, and need to love my life. And no, Farms Market, please. No, I'm going to laugh. I don't refer to women as bitches. Never. Like, you don't. I, I, to be you honest, not, like, you are so pro women. Like I, I would not, I would not, I mean the, the support, how you treat me, how you treat others, the way you speak of women on the air, how vocal you are. You could not be more pro women. Well, thanks Jess. It almost sounds like I have a gun to your head right now. No, 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 <laughs> Tell no, them, Jess, no, I'm, se- no I'm serious. Like you're no, one of my closest I'm, friends I'm, and that's one of my favorite things about you. That's sweet. I, yeah. I am very pro women. So I think if you don't know me yet, I'm sure she and all was of a sudden like, I'm over, I'm hell? on an FBs. Which like, I get, which I get. She probably yeah, was like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck yeah, is yeah. this? Who is this guy? He seems so right. nice at first. Right. My philosophy though on being here, just to clear that up, is like, listen, I don't care what people say. I just want to win and have a good life. Yeah. Like I just want to win the ratings game yeah. and like have a good life here. I want to get paid a mm-hmm. lot of money mm-hmm. and I want to just live a good life. And mm-hmm. that's when I said FBGM. Mm-hmm. Boom. There it goes. So I just yeah. wanted to clear that up. I but he know. doesn't really mean that. Like he, this boy can't even get a date on a freaking hand job. So he's out here crying in the corner if y'all only knew. Well, let's talk but about <laughs> dating. Shall we, shall we move into dating now? Sure. Let's do it. So I am, listen, I got to grow up. And I'm going to start by saying that. Like, That's true. I have to grow up. Wow. It has to happen. And I can't think of any time better than the present. I'm proud of okay? you for saying so that. So I'm going to talk about some things today that I've never talked about ever because I haven't felt comfortable with it. And I'm going to feel pretty uncomfortable talking about it today. But I feel like if I talk about it now and then I go back on it, I can't. I mean, I can't. It's out there. Right. Yeah. It's all mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So. Um, real quick backstory of my life. And if you've listened to this podcast enough and you're like, shut up, like we're so sick of hearing about your divorce and blah, blah, blah. But here's, you got, you need to know the whole backstory. Got divorced almost three years ago now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, w- about last summer, I decided to start, well, so when I got divorced pretty quickly on, I got into uh, an unhealthy relationship with somebody. It was pretty toxic because neither, she was also getting out of a marriage it hers both of our relationships were top secret like we because she owned a business mm-hmm. and because i was on the radio and i didn't want anybody in my business like i couldn't really date but you know? both of you were in a similar situation to where you weren't ready to be with anyone but you still needed you still had the feeling of being you needed to attach to someone to something you needed that support super codependent and everyone is goes through that too so that's yeah. what i hopped into and yeah. if you have two people both of you in the same situation it's bad yeah it was I bad i always and you know what i see with a lot of my divorce friends i see the same exact thing it's mm-hmm. like you hop into something really quick that like someone else in a toxic situation someone else that needs you it's looking for that same thing because mm-hmm. when you're not when you're like stable you would never enter into that situation on either side absolutely right? not i would look at like if somebody were to come to me today and we're like hey i'm like two months out of a uh, out of my my, I'm just separate, been separated for two months now. Do you want to be in a relationship? I'd be like, no, absolutely yeah. not. That sounds like a train wreck. Yeah. But when you're not in the right mindset, divorce is such a funky thing. So I hopped into this relationship pretty quickly after that, but it was super low key. But the low keyness of it 
which I was like looking forward to because I was like, well, that that makes it a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about anything because she can't commit, I can't commit. It's just like it's good companionship. Yeah. But that gray area created so much conflict. So decided like we we tried, we tried, we tried, off and on, off and on, off and on. She to this day. Uh, I still have a lot of love for her. I think she's a great human being. I really do. Like mm-hmm. I, I have a genuine spot in my heart for that woman because she was there. F- we definitely had that spark, but she was like there for me in like my shittiest days. You, you were there for each other. Totally. In your shittiest days for both of you. And she didn't turn her back on me. Like when mm-hmm. I would get crazy, because I would, I would keep getting crazy because she was still living at home while we were dating. It was like, it was, it a was, mess. Just, it was a mess. But to this day, I still love that woman mm-hmm. because I just, I, and I always will because I just have respect for her yeah. in that situation. So then, last summer, I, Gina, my old co-host, she stop <laughs> blaming her. No, for I, this. Bl- I one hundred percent blame this her. This was not her fault, but okay. I love Gina, I do, but I will one hundred percent blame her on You're this because she gave me the idea, You're and then dumb, it was okay. like, it was like a, it was like a hit of heroin. It was like I did it once, and then I was like, whatever. Huh, this is great. So You're Gina, so because like I'm. I, when I got out of, when I, well, when I thought about like starting to date again after that little thing that I had, that little rendezvous relationship, if you will, yeah, I was like taking it too seriously. And I would like every woman that would come my way, I would have like a 400 point inspection they'd have to go through mm-hmm. before I would even consider dating them. Right. Yeah, yeah. So then Gina was like, listen, don't be so crazy about it. Like just, if you see a girl and you like her. Like, just go on a date with her. Yeah. And I was like, go on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell me more. Mm-hmm. She's like, just do it. I don't take it so seriously. So I was like, okay, I can try that. Did it once. Felt kind of good. Low key. No big deal. Yeah. But you have to imagine, I'm the guy on the radio that's like the new divorcee. I've got every all these people, like friends, listeners, like everyone being like- Pumping you up. You should date this person. You should date this person. You should date this person. Mm-hmm. You should, And like- for a guy that hadn't had attention from a female in a decade. And also, too, getting married at 24, not really yeah. having time to even explore yourself as a man, I feel, you know? I was ready to go. Yeah. And were, I went. Yeah, you did. I went, Jessica. He was out in the streets. I was in the streets. <laughs> yeah. The daytime streets, the nighttime streets. I mean, literally, I would go on a date every <laughs> single night of the week. The daytime, the nighttime. I would go. and, and that The was, brunch time, the lunch time. <laughs> I mean, I really would. I mean, it. In my in my wildest days, I would have three dates in a, in a day. Yeah, like on the weekends, I could easily fit three dates in on a Saturday. Yeah, you were explosive. It was it was it. To be honest, if I'm being honest, it was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah. It was it was it was a mess, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of you know. I was always honest that I wasn't. I would tell every single one of these women, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. Yeah. Like, I'm just not. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I'm going matter. to be. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> it never matters. Like why don't y'all listen to that? Because if a guy like if a guy comes up to you and like Jess and I'm like, hey, listen, I like you. This is cool, but I gotta be honest. Like I'm just I'm I I need to just casually date right now. Yeah, Why do y'all say yes to that? No, because they think or and all, and I think that you genu- genuinely in that moment. I just want something casual too. But if someone catches feelings, they catch feelings. Yeah. It is what it is. They all caught feelings. I don't think. With the exception and of... And you too, though. You caught feelings, yeah, too. Yeah, I did. I you, you, you didn't know how to regulate just because you're sensitive and emotional and feel everything already, that you didn't know how to separate that, you know? I was so, a love bomber. Yeah. I, I, I know that about myself now, that I love bomb real hard. And Which that is term, what? Which is what? Do you want to look at the official definition of a love bomber so that we sure. can get it out there? I, I learned this term last year, and I'm like... <gasps> that's you. I think that's me. Um, yeah. Love bomber. Love bombing is an attempt to influence a person by demonstrations of attention and affection. Yeah, I... That's whack. But I guess mine was... It was... Like, listen, I just fall... I, I quote-unquote fall in love real fast, only to fall out of love real fast, too. Because yeah. it's like, I just... That first, you know, that, that feeling you get when you meet somebody new, and you're like, ooh, I like this. Yeah, I don't like that definition. It's basically like you fall in love after three days, and you're like, I love you. Yeah. And then a week later, you're like, wait, do I love you? And, and you freak I, yourself out, and then you start... But mayday, mayday. What I, what I found, though, was that I genuinely, well, when I start, first started casually dating, it's I did it because I knew if I didn't, I would keep going back to that first girl. Right. I knew that I had to, like, break that cycle because we kept having that makeup, breakup, makeup, breakup, makeup, breakup kind of situation. You just needed to do that for you, though, too. You needed to learn what you wanted in a partner as the person that you are now. Because right. what you wanted 
was what you thought you wanted when you were 24 and you didn't know you know you're only used to one person who really wasn't even that compatible with you in the first place and honestly and this is what i told jess off the air and i'll share this on the podcast now is that i'm just so used to being in a toxic relationship that you're addicted to it and it's an issue it is you think it you think that the unhealthiness is normal and it's supposed to be that way so which I, is a problem i literally like if god i'm so smart i'll get bored i'll get bored of this like if it's like not dramatic I know, and like which is terrible plenty of good women and that it stresses I, me out i hate it i've just been like me and yeah. i hate that about myself but i have to i don't hate it. i have to, i recognize it which is good because yeah. that's new for you it's new like just having like a healthy happy relationship different and does not mean and that's another thing too you need to stop saying the word this is bored i'm bored like no you need to change the terminology to to i'm happy this is nice this is good i'm just so used to it like it's not turmoil and i don't know if anybody else is like that too but if it's like there's not turmoil after a while i'm like oh this is a snooze fest Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. anyway so uh back to the love bombing so that's what happened was like i i can't control my feelings in that department right so like i i basically once i started casually dating i kind of fell for a lot of them at the same time and then i kind of felt like this i know this sounds ridiculous but i felt like i was on the bachelor i see now why i I promise you you say that but i that's how i felt i know if you've never been in a situation like that because i used to watch the show and be like how can you feel that way for so many different women Mm -hmm. and like they're all crying oh i'm gonna miss you i've known you for like three weeks I felt that, but I felt it for so many different women. So I knew that towards the end of the year, my New Year's resolution going into 2020, Mm -hmm. the best year, quote unquote, of my life, (laughs) everything was so positive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was like, okay, I'm going to narrow this down and Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick one because I was dating literally about seven different women. Okay. Mm -hmm. Truly. No no BS. I know. You, I know. Uh, (laughs) I know. And so I had to, I literally had, and and genuinely I thought for one reason or another i mean i had pros on all of them and had cons on all of them and so i was stuck in this weird thing of being scared to hop into another relationship because i've been burned i got burned pretty hard by my ex-wife so i was kind of terrified to commit to one person when you date multiple people it doesn't matter if one of them screws you over it literally you don't even feel the effects of it because you've got six others that are over here like What's up? Well, you liked being in control because the last situation you were not in control of. Yeah, and you're probably right about that, too. Yeah, no, if, if I if I'm in control, like, oh, you're going to leave me? Okay, cool. I really don't care right. because, I mean, I do. It's going to hurt, but, like, okay, I'll just go call whole Sally over here. Yeah. And then, you know, go from there. Yeah. So, so New Year's Eve rolls around, right? I literally go to a meditation on New Year's Eve, and I do this this meditation about like about clarity because mm-hmm. all I want is clarity over which one I should be with because I'm going to focus in on that one, and then that's going to be it. So then I wake up New Year's Day. I'm like, here we go. New Year, new me. And I started kind of like whittling the list down in my head, and I was ready to go. Fifteen days later, I get fired from my job, right? Oh, yeah. So then I'm like, well, I – okay, so I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. Hmm. I'm going to be honest with you for a second. Okay. What, what do you think my first reaction was? What? When I first got let go, when it came to women, what do you think my first reaction was? That they were all going to leave you. Well, I was worried about that. My first reaction actually was I ran back to that other girl. Oh, of course. I was like, that's because the one I need to was, be with. Well, because she was the person that was there for you through the hard time. So you always go back to the one person. It's like in a sick attachment. It's like she knows how to handle me when I'm in my, my dark days. So like it was like almost instantly like. You think you have to go to her because, yeah. And she had basically been kind of like begging to, to get me back mm. because I had, had pretty much put her on the on, on I'm like yeah we can still date but listen I'm gonna date other people too right so, so she was just waiting she was waiting for your it. shit out yeah you weren't so I that day like she was actually on vacation that day Ugh. and I call her I and I'm like you. oh my god I just lost my job oh, no. and I was like listen I feel like you like I, I got so much chaos going on in my life I can't date all these other people I let's just you and I do this. Stop it. And guess what she said to me? What'd she say? No. Hell yeah. She That's said, right. No. She was so turned off by me. Good. I'm happy for her. She was so turned and off. And you know by I me. love you. But, I know you do. But I'm happy she I'm happy she did that for She herself. was so turned off because because her attitude because I mean, y'all, she was like, please, like, let's just try you this. You put her through a lot. Try this, try this, try this. And I said, I honestly said, Let's do it. Then let's just do it. And let's figure this out once and for all. Because I can't, I honestly can't date so many people right now. It's just too much. So like you and I are going to focus on us and let's at least figure it out if we can do this or not. Yeah. She said no. Good for her. So That's hard. She That's felt hard to like, do, by the way. Yeah. 
she felt like I had put her on a back burner. And you did. And then basically when I felt vulnerable. Then you wanted her. When I lost my my thing that yeah. I felt like made me my thing, my radio job. Yeah. Now all of a sudden I want her back. Did that teach you a lesson? No, because everything happens the way it needs to. Because honestly. No, but I'm, I guess I'm asking like you could understand from her point of view why she felt that way, right? Or were you upset? There's, there's. Okay, so you want you want? I mean, I'm, no, I'm, I I'm mean, letting out all the tea here. I'm, okay? I'm I've never very, talked about a lot of this I'm stuff. I'm very curious on how you feel about that. Because what happened was, again, very toxic, um, on both sides, confusing relationship. There's mm-hmm. so many grays in our relationship from day one because yeah. she was still married again. Like she was just she was separated, but she was still living at home. Mm-hmm. She had two kids, so that was like really complicated. She owned a business, so that was complicated. She didn't want to get the business side tied up in it. So it's a very a very confusing situation. And then there's this guy that basically will go on the radio and be like, "I'm single, I'm single, I'm single, I'm single, I'm single." It, it was like it was such a bad combination of things yeah. to happen, right? So, with all that said. Uh, where was I going with that? Oh, with her. So there was a point in our whatever the hell it was where she had lied to me. Mm. And I found out. And the lie was basically she had told me that she wasn't going to date anybody else. But then I found out that she was talking to this other guy. But this is while you were dating other people, right? No, this is when, when it was just – um. I don't – let me think of that timeline because I don't want to say it incorrectly. I th- I think I may I – th- I think honestly I was dating other people at this point. And I think what happened – I think you were too because I, I remember you bringing this up. Did and I bring I this was up like, already? And I, no, no, no. Like, back, like when it happened. Yeah. And you were upset and I remember asking – and this is when you wouldn't really talk to me about this because I'm always over here like, well, what did you do? Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? You don't want to hear Jess it Jess gives to me straight. Like Jess is one of my – She's what? one of my what? good friends. Whatever. So I remember. And so, but just so you know, if you're new to the show, like like Jess loves me and she'll protect me. And like I feel like Jess is one of the most loyal people in my life. But she'll also won't let me get get away with shit. Like oh, yeah. she'll, she'll call it the way it is. Yeah. But I remember you bringing that up and you were dating other people. And I did not think that it was fair for you to feel upset when you were doing what she did to you back what bothered me about it was that she said okay you're gonna date other people um actually no no, let me tell you let me tell you the full story okay toxic 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 one day she is like i can't do you know what happened was we had gotten in a fight the night before Mm -hmm. i said listen i had a busy schedule that day i was like be at my house at 10 30 because i want to talk to you about this and Mm -hmm. she was like uh, at 10 30 rolled around Mm -hmm. and she had called me she was up in oceanside or somewhere somewhere like 45 minutes away and so she um she she was like oh yeah sorry Uh, i'm gonna be a little bit late and like that pissed me off because i was like i'm on a tight schedule this is obviously important to me to try to fix this but it's not important to you so she got there we're fighting 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 and she's like i can't do this anymore and i was like i can't do another breakup with you i said listen if you walk out this door or my house if you walk out this door right now i'm telling you right now everything's gonna change i'm for like we're for real done we're for real done Mm -hmm. so i like you can either stay we can talk about this and work but if you walk out that door because she was a runner i was like if you walk out that door one more time because that was my biggest irk with her was that she would when there was an issue she would run away and not talk to me for a couple of days and i hate that i yeah. can't deal with that yeah so i was like if you walk out that door because she's been doing really well with it then like that's it it's all everything's gonna change mm-hmm. she walked out the door mm-hmm. and so that's like that's it i mean i literally jo- I, I joined hinge about an hour later yeah because i was like i just i need to like I need to like clear this. We've made up and, bra- and broken up so many different times. Then you st- then, then you started the whole dating extravaganza, and that's when I went on my <laughs> world tour. <laughs> oh hell no! Because I, I had to. I yeah. had to like break myself of that cycle. You ever been? You ever been in a situation with somebody, Jess, or anybody, where like you know you know it's bad, but you're just addicted to the situation. You know this. I know, obviously. but I didn't want to say. Why it. Are you <laughs> You know I've been through shit. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard because there's somebody you can, like, I feel like when you love hard, you can also, like, really fight hard, too. Especially when you go through traumatic things while you are with that person. Yep. It's like a, it's like a security blanket. Yep. You think you can't be, you, you think you can't go through the difficult things without them because they were there and yep. there was something consistent during those times so i get it and it was a mess and it was a shit show but you know it is what it is but here you are in your puffy ass jacket to tell a tale yeah 
So, okay, so, so, what? so, so that was the point. Forward. So fast forward, right? So here Pimping we all over the no, world. No, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to the story. In the streets. She, so everything's going to change, right? I start dating, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's upset because she's like, I can't believe you start dating like literally the same day that like we broke up. I need time to heal, blah, blah, See? blah. Okay, whatever. And what? Go ahead. I mean, if uh, that's not, if, well, I don't know. No, don't go know. ahead. Say it. Don't. Why are you scared now? No, I, no, I'm not scared. I guess it's mainly, I'm, this is more of a question to myself. If you break up with somebody, if you're broken up with and then like you get on hinge an hour later, is she allowed to be mad, right? But then I'm thinking to myself, how would I feel if I was her? But right. And I've also been on the other side where when you, when you end something, you just kind of do, you, you have to do something immediately just to kind of put the feeling somewhere so and i get both sides i can I, see why she was mad but i also understand why you did what you did yeah it was it was like i said it's just toxic all the way around there's so many toxic things happening not healthy at all mm-hmm. that's when i went on my world tour um she <laughs> she uh but she uh, you know she kept coming back to me being like listen i i can't i i want to see if we can work this out i want to see and i'm like listen i'm gonna date other people i'm gonna date other people and yeah. she told me to my face she was like hey I'm only gonna I'm I'm only gonna focus on you because I really want to see if this is gonna work. And I said that's fine. We can still try to figure it out, but I'm not putting all my eggs in your basket anymore. Yeah, I can't. yeah. Because you walked out to me. That was you making the decision that you didn't just want it to be us. So now I'm gonna go explore because I've never done that before. Boom. So there we go. That's what we're doing. Then I find out she was not being correct. Well, actually, what happened was her brother had given her the number of this guy at work and like the, just the day whatever, before. Whatever, whatever. Anyway, she was seeing some people. She was talking to some other guy. Yeah. She confessed it to me. Uh-huh. I still, I like, I like lost my mind because okay. I was like, I can't believe that you would lie to me like this. I understand the lying part, but I also don't, I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. It's a little gray area. Okay. But okay. Ooh, fast forward. Pimping all over the world. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just literally any girl that I find attractive. I'm like, let's go on a date, and it was it was a lot of fun, and yeah. it really like built my ego up a lot because yeah, you needed to. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. After it is. a divorce, it's kind of nice to know you still got it, yeah. and for whatever reason, I guess I still had it. So. I I mean, yeah, every night of the week, boom, boom, doing boom, doing my thing. What's so funny? I'll tell you a really quick story. I better not tell this. I, the the problem with me t- telling dating stories, I don't want to hurt anybody. You know, because mm-hmm. I still have connections with some of these women. So, like, I mm-hmm. feel bad, you know, but I also feel like it's time for me to be honest about a lot of things. Good. So, I mean, I would literally plan, like, one date yeah. a week and then just keep doing the same date over and over. Because you're lazy. It's just it worked. Okay. Or lazy, but all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, it's terrible. It was Looking back, I mean, it was fun, but it was like, okay. So, here we are. Lost my job. Girl doesn't want me back. And that's pretty much what I'm like. I can't. I can't emotionally even think about what I'm going to do, yeah, right? With uh-huh. all these other women that have been all over, like, I don't I don't know. And there's definitely some great women to, like, to choose from. But I can't be in a relationship right now. Like, I'm going to mess. I'm in this deep depression again. I just lost my job. You know, like, I don't know if I'm going to stay in San Diego. I don't know if I'm going to leave. So I keep kind of casually talking to a couple of them. But like being honest, that like I can't, I can't handle a relationship right now. So it's going to have to be pretty much on a platonic friendship level, right? Yeah. So fast forward now. Here we are in Baltimore and across the country. Across the country. Yeah. And obviously, like I, what my fear is because you have to understand, I still have relationships with some of these women. Right. And it's, and and it feels. It feels good to have those relationships. Well, of course, because you are here by yourself. This is the first time that you've made a move like this, not married. Yeah. And not you don't have a partner with you. You don't have someone to do all those things that you're used to doing. Right. I mean, I'm by myself. So to have that like comfort of like someone like having my back has been kind of nice, right? Yeah. But I've come to the realization that at this point, most likely... It, if I don't see a future, I need to I need to like cut this off with them. Of course, because, because that's it's not fair to them. Even though I can see them in a friendly manner, mm-hmm. right? Like I can be friends with them and and feel that I know for like pretty much know that they if I was like let's be in a relationship, they would totally do it, yeah. right? So, but it's just not fair to them. It's not. Yeah, it, it's and I always that's the one agreement that I always made while I was casually dating with these women was. I'll never waste your time. Mm-hmm. Like I'll never waste your time because I eventually I do want to be in a relationship, and I uh, when and when I do like if I'm not if, or if I'm ever dating you casually and I feel like it's not compatible, I'm gonna let you know because I don't want to waste your time. And yeah. same with you. If you ever feel the same way about me, let me know, and that's be it. So 
now I'm at a point where I'm like, there's no way like that these that the, I would say a lot of these relationships would be able to work because for one reason or another, uh, professionally it would be hard for somebody to move out here. Uh, or kid situation. I wouldn't want. I don't want to move kids across the country for an unstable radio job. I don't care what radio job you have; it's still unstable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I am about. And the reason I have to say this on the podcast because I need y'all to hold me to this is like I've got to go through and like do a pretty serious audit. And like if I don't see a clear future with somebody, I've got to be honest with them about that. I can't just kind of keep them in the wings, even though I've been pretty clear that like I am looking for um, that. I'm not looking for a relationship right now. I think in the back of their minds, they're all kind of holding on to like maybe one now that he's got a job, uh, his life settled down a little bit. Maybe now he'll be ready for me. So what does this mean? I've, I've got to go. Th- I've got to go through and be very honest with a bunch of women. Mm-hmm. And even if it has turned into a friendly thing, I think I've got to say the words of like, I don't think this is going to happen romantically. So are you breaking up with everybody? It's not a breakup because we well, weren't really in a relationship. It okay, that's I, it's, bullshit. It's, Anyways, it's a breakup. It's, it does, it's not a matter of like yeah, an official I've, relationship. I've got to cut off is, contact. It is a breakup. Yeah. Of I've, a I've got to cut off contact. No matter what, whatever. Because I am at a point now where, and I got to make, I got to balance a couple of different things here. Because I am feeling myself wanting to be in a relationship again, finally. Like, I haven't felt this way in three years. Uh-huh. But I've also got to balance that with, I'm hoping it's not coming from me being uncomfortable in a new city and being, being alone, alone, you know? so Because you really haven't been alone. No. I mean, I have. Like, I, no. I, I have been, but, but I've always had somebody. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to figure out. I got to make sure that what I am doing here mm-hmm. are my true feelings, which are, do I really want to be in a relationship? Am I re- not? Do I want to be? Because I do. I, I mean, I promise you, I'm 37, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be the 50 year old that's still out pimping all over the world. Yeah. You know, or, or, you I don't know. want that. That's not yeah. and that's not even of my nature. It's just been like this time period in between where I've just felt the need to get this little like it's a ego process. Boost in. Yeah, no, it, it totally. was a process. It was a learning process. And I feel like everyone goes through it, whether you're in your early 20s or after you get divorced or whatever that may be. It's a growing process that you had to go through. Um. I, I feel like, I just hope I, I would love for you to, like, clean, have a clean slate, and just almost give yourself a time limit. I mean, whether and I think this would help you too because what if one of the people that you've had a connection with is actually one of the people that you do want to be with? But I feel like because everything has been so clouded and so noisy with so many different people and relationships that you haven't even given yourself the ability to actually see. So I feel like if you were to genuinely spend some time by yourself and not have contact with them, period, you would see some clarity of who is like missed the most. And that's kind of what I've been doing. Honestly, is because I'm not, I'm trying not to reach out as much and then just to feel internally like who I'm missing the most. Yeah. And what I what I have to do is I've just I have to I basically have to go through an audit. I know it sounds crazy, but I, I can't waste I cannot waste their time. But not even missing the most too. I don't think it has to be and again it still can't be focusing on another person and like who do I need, who do I need? You also need to get used to just being by yourself. Period. Jessica, I've been by myself for, for four no, weeks. No, you ha- no That you is ha- enough time. No, you haven't though. You haven't. And you know you haven't. So you you're still, you still don't even know what you want to do because you have not been by yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I won't mm-hmm. get all crazy and like be saying whatever, but you haven't. I'm just, what I'm telling you I'm going to do, and you can agree with it, you can either approve of it or not mentally, I don't care, is I'm just, I'm going to audit my list down and start there. And if I feel like there's somebody on that list, on my list of people that I've kind of been keeping in contact with that I could see a future with, I'm going to either pursue that or move on. I can't keep this weird casual thing going anymore. I mean, it's been a year for some of these women, over a year for some of these women. Mm -hmm. And I'm just getting to a point where I'm like, I think I'm just like wasting time. Yeah, you are. I'm wasting their time because Mm -hmm. now that I know kind of what I've taken the time to date a lot to figure out what I want. The biggest thing was like, do I want kids? Yeah. And... Through that process of dating, I've realized I don't I don't want to be a stepdad. Yeah, I don't want to be a stepdad, and that's uh, and that sucks because you know that some women. I mean, it's, it sucks to like for, from my age. That's a lot of 
the situation. But you also have a right to make that decision totally. for yourself. And I'm glad that I realized that. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that I didn't just like, whatever will make it work because that's where like resentment comes in. That's actually why most second marriages fail too is because people just jump into things like, I just want to be in a relationship, not taking time to really think about what they want. I know pretty clear, I, I will say by dating a lot as much as I did, I've been able to narrow down pretty tight exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. So now if I they don't fit that, what I'm looking for, I need to move on. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And mm -hmm. and quit using it as like a comfort. Oh, well, we're just, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, like for me, that might be okay. But I feel like for them, it's being a little unfair. It is being unfair. So mark my word. September, September, no, what is, what is nine? September 30th. Mm hmm I gotta start. I gotta. I gotta make some uncomfortable have uncomfortable conversation. I can't even say it this week. So, and then figure out where to go. Okay. Why you got a weird look on your face? We'll just see. See how, what? How this goes? Why are you being weird about it? I'm not being weird about it. I. I'm. I'm. I thought, you, I thought you'd be proud of me, no. but you're being like weird about it. No, I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of you for saying it out loud. I'm proud of you for acknowledging it. Now comes the actual Can action part. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not I'm not gonna give you too much of anything because we'll see how it goes. I yes, you're right. And it's not gonna be easy. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna be easy. But I, I But listen, I'm proud of you for acknowledging and realizing. I do if I do want to be in a relationship, which yeah. I do, that uh -huh. is my end goal here. Yeah. Then I've gotta start taking this more seriously. And now that my life is put back together, I gotta start taking it more seriously. Yeah. Not waste time. I'm damn near forty years old. When I get forty y'all, uh uh, I'm dead. I'm dead in the water. Stop it. I'm dead in the water. Ain't no woman in the whole face of America going to want to date me at age 40. So I got to get my game. I got two and a half years to figure this thing out. So that's up. Um, okay. Let's talk about on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. Oh I want to talk God. about two things with you. Actually, no. You know what? Is that it? No, nah, I don't want to talk about the election. I mean the debate last night. Don't. I don't want to. Don't I was to. saying that I wanted to come in this morning because on the radio, we don't talk about politics, but I'm pretty politically inclined and it's been really hard this morning because I sat through the debate last night, and all I wanted to do was come in this morning and bitch about it. But we're oh. so new that, like, I can't even, like, hint, you know, at, like, what side I'm even looking at, you know, mm -hmm. because they're already looking for, like, one inch to hate you. But don't. So I just want to say it was ridiculous last night. That's fine. I, and I will say both sides were ridiculous, but there's one side that was much more ridiculous than the other. And that's all I'll say. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to talk about you. Two different things I want to talk about with you. What? Number one, you good over here? <laughs> you tired? Jess had a long week. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I've had a long week. And, how, and how, how I operate is I, I'm like an empath. So I just, Kramer's situation genuinely stresses me out. What situation? With the women? Yeah. Oh, it's stressing you out? No, it stresses me out. And not in a bad way. I'm just like, I'm I'm stressed. It stresses me out. Are you out. stressed for like, uh, about me having to have those conversations, how uncomfortable that's going to be? Or like, yeah. what? I think I, um, I, I completely understand where you're coming from, but I also completely understand how they're going to feel. And yeah, that makes it, me sad. It's going to fucking suck. And it hurts me. It, and it, 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 uh, it, honestly, real quick, it hurts me too. I know. It hurts me too. Because... And it stresses me out to see if you're actually going to do this and like I just hope you do what you need to do because you really need to be by yourself for a second and I just don't know if you're going to do that but I'm curious to see how it's going to go and I believe in you and I just really want I really want you to do what you have to do because I feel like once you figure this part out everything else is going to be it's almost like this is the one piece of like the old you that you need to get a hold of and then everything else is going to be so yeah it's like the, the it'll old all chapter fall into, it'll fall into place it has to change all the chaos bullshit but it'll be gone I'm going to tell you this too if I see a, a future with somebody that I've spent a long time trying to like cultivate, I'm not going to throw that away just no, because 100%. I feel like I need to be alone. No, I'm I just going to change my ways to make yeah. it a lot more healthy. Right. Because I can't. Because I'm a hot AC radio station now. I can't be acting like I can't be on these streets on a no. hot AC radio station. You can't. You can't. I don't want this you to do that to them. This hot AC Steve. I'm changing my name to Steve. Because Steve is the guy you wake up with in the morning. Steve. He's got his cup of coffee here. He's sipping his cup of Joe he with you. He doesn't even drink coffee. He's lying. I, I will sit here and tell you the good news of the day, people. Oh Listen, I'm flawed. I mean, I'm 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 just like everybody else, man. I got a lot of flaws. And some very people don't like to talk about that. I don't care. I'm messed up. No, I'm proud of you. I for got a lot of emotional issues that I'm trying to work through. Mm -hmm. That's good. Speaking of emotional issues, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to talk about two things with you today before we go. Okay. Number one thing I want to talk about is you and your family while they were here. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
And we're not going to get into the whole you and your dad thing because honestly, I'm burnt out with it. I mean, I can't talk about it. I can't deal with it. It's emotion. It's, it's a lot emotionally to be going through that over and over again. We've and we've talked about it on the radio for days. And yeah, honestly, like I, can't. I, I just gotta. I can't spend one more second on it. No. So what I can recommend, though, I don't know if you know this, but we do have a Kramer and Jess uh, on demand, which is coming to Apple Podcasts and the platforms, radio.com and everything else. Like Wherever you listen to this podcast, you'll be able to listen to that show on demand in the near future. Yeah. Uh, but for now, you can go to mix1065baltimore.com and go listen to the last couple of days. It's in the first few minutes of the show, so you can go and just check it out and see what Jess has been going through with her dad. Beside that, though, the trip, how was it? It was awesome. It was so weird seeing my family here. Yeah. When I picked them up from the airport, I was just like, what, is, what are we doing here? Like, how did we get here? It's just, it was weird. Yeah, because you're living, I mean, now you're living across the country by yourself or with your boyfriend. And I think it was, it, to me, it was almost like a reality check. Like, you for real out here in these streets. Like, having them come to my apartment and making dinner at my apartment and ha- seeing my parents sit at my dining table cool. that you know what i mean it was it was very weird and awesome and gratifying and like a beautiful experience and like my family fills me up they're just so how we are together we're very close and you I, said you cried 30 minutes last night oh my god i ugh, I, I like cried hard for 30 minutes like, because emulate the cry so i can get, understand like no how. no like you know when i came in I'm, i looked at a video and you guys will see too because i mean i don't care i'm gonna post on all social media but like when i first woke up my face was so puffy because i was crying hard like gerald was like <laughs> holding me while i cried i was crying that hard he was because i think because leaving i knew my parents were coming and right. even though it was very stressful that they were gonna get here like basically the second week that we were on the air and all that kind of stuff you know um i had it's like yeah i'm leaving but i'm gonna see my parents like and my sister in a couple weeks in a couple weeks and then dropping them off at the hotel and then that was like for real you know yeah and so it was just the, the goodbye i remember that first goodbye when your parents come to visit you for the first time because there's this sense of like home mm-hmm. and exactly you're already uncomfortable here mm-hmm. like in a sense no matter where you are and what you're doing you're already like a little uncomfortable yeah and then it's like your familiarity and then all of a sudden it goes away again and, and when i went back to the apartment it was quiet you know but like it still smelled like the food that my dad made yeah yeah so i cried i get it yeah i'm crying right now it's fine but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just I love that. No, I think it's cute. Yeah, That'll but it fade was, fast, it was, by the way. I used up. to cry when my family left too. Now I'm like, can you no. just go? No, but go? tell me. I don't know if this will because even when they would leave me in San Diego, I would just cry for a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Always crying. But yeah, it, we had so much fun. It was fun. What I happened with you them. and your sister though? Oh hell no! And see, that's why see, I love them so much. But <laughs> me and my sister pisses me off. Oh my god. So what happened? I was so embarrassed because Garage Boy had to sit in the car and hear us fight for the first time, and we were fighting. Okay, tell me how the how the fight went. So this, and you can tell me. You tell me if this was my fault because this upset me. Okay. So. <laughs> I wanted to pick up my parents and my sister at the hotel across the street. They weren't ready. I said, fine, take your time. So I'm at my house. I'm waiting for them to let me know when they're ready. My And the, the, I think this is like an hour later, right? And again, I'm not tripping. Like, do whatever you need to do. Just let me know when you're ready. Yeah. They tell me that they're ready. So it's not like I was just sitting on the couch <laughs> looking at my phone, just waiting. And right when you text me, you're ready. I'm going to get up and run. Like, like Garage Boy, had, he fell asleep. You know, yeah. like I was doing laundry. I'm like, you know, now now I need to get myself together because I've been waiting on you. Right. My dad sends me a text message. We're ready. I said, OK, cool. <laughs> That's all I said. I didn't say on my way. I didn't say I'll be there in five minutes. I didn't say I'm downstairs. I didn't say any of that. OK, so I it probably took me like 45 minutes to get to them to pick them up. Because I had to wake this fool up. He's sleeping. I had to put my shoes on. I chant, like, what, whatever. It doesn't matter. So I drive over there, and my family walks out, and they all look angry. <laughs> my dad's all, we're mad at you. I go, we? <laughs> my sister puts, you know, oh, oh no. So my sister. And your co- sister, so you're 27. Your sister's how old? Uh, she's about to be 18. So we're nine and a half years apart. Okay. If there's anything you should know. My sister is the exact opposite of me. Yeah. This girl. Kind of, but not really. When we were at dinner, like, you guys kind of still talk the same. Yeah, Yeah, but as far as, like, personality-wise, like, I'm all, like, out here doing circles and glitter and crying, and she's over here like, don't look at me the wrong way. I'm a fight. (laughs) That's how, that is how we are. 
So okay. she called me and she's like, but before I got over there, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm getting ready. Like, whatever, chill out. And I was like, so are we hungry? Like, do you want to go eat? She was, I want to go to the mall. And I'm like, okay, fine. Again, and it's like, we we just, my sister runs the show. Well, I'm just going to say it. She runs the show. Is she the favorite child? Uh, You know, that's a hard question because I feel like her and I are favorites in their different ways. But it's like, if they can't handle her anymore, because my sister's kind of scary, my parents will like come to me because my sister's kind of mean. My so they're little... scared of her. So basically, she'll run the show because like she, nobody wants to like you know like she's piss the, her off. Yeah, yeah, she's okay. the baby and she gets what she wants. That's okay. just how it is. All right. Period. Okay. And also, she's just kind of funny and she's awesome. So it's like she's rude to you, but it's kind of funny. You just let her do what she wants. It's it's a weird situation. It's fine. So I'm like, what do you want to do? I want to go to the mall. Okay, fine. So I go get them. We're gonna go to the mall because who wants to go to the mall? Michaela wants to go to the mall. And by the way, her nickname. Can we say her nickname? Butter. No? I mean, her so, nickname so, is Butter. Yeah. So it's like, so we're getting a fight, I, I, and I'm all like, "Fuck you, Butter." You know you what I mean? You said that. And I didn't you say fuck, fuck you. Not, not what did you really parents. say? What did you say? Um. How did it go? I, I want to hear the say whole some conversation. Words. So, my dad gets in heart. Gets in the car. We're Maddie. I'm like, what the hell are you guys talking about? And my sister like slams the the back of the car, and she was just like, "We were just waiting forty minutes for you <laughs> downstairs in the lobby. We were waiting forty minutes for so you." Dramatic. And when she's upset, it's like she changes every like she controls because she's so angry and yeah. she's so mean about it that it's like if she's in a bad mood and she's not having a fun time, nobody's having a fun time okay. just because okay. she affects everybody in that way, and especially me because I'm super sensitive. So I'm just like. Why are you mad at me? I've, I'm all, I only have like five days with you. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna deal with your attitude, okay? And and it pisses me off too because I'm just like, don't talk to me that way. Like I hate it. And I was like, why? Why were you waiting in the lobby for forty minutes? Well, we told. I told you I was ready, and like I'm. I'm just. We waited for you, and that's just so rude. That's just so disrespectful, Jessica. Like, how are you just gonna make us do that? And I and I, I said. Dramatic music right here. I I said. Who told you to go down into the lobby? <laughs> like, I didn't tell you. Is that to, how mad you were? Yeah, I was talking to her like this. I was like, I didn't tell you, Michaela. And when we're going to fight, I like say her actual name. Yeah. I didn't tell you, Michaela, to go downstairs and wait for me. <laughs> I didn't say I was. Uh, now, now we're in the car and we're yelling at each other. My parents are just sitting there quiet. Uh, Garage Boy just driving the car. And her and I are going at it. And I was like, also. And what's Garage Boy doing? What's he's just face? driving. Yeah, not and saying a word. And he's mad, too. He, he mad because because he doesn't. He thinks that she gets away with a lot of stuff. Okay. And right now, he and I asked him, I was like, what did you think about that? He was like, it's not my place yet, but just you wait. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because they be, they be button heads. Because you guys are, what, seven months in, eight months? Uh, almost nine. Okay. Almost nine. Okay. So then, yeah, he can't say nothing yet. So And she's being super rude to me. Like, the way she's speaking to me, I forget what she said exactly, but she's, like, taking personal digs at me to say something. And I was like, you know what? You know you can have an adult conversation with someone someone without being a dick, right? She said that to you? I said that to her. Oh, okay. And I was like, can you just talk to me like a normal Which, human being? Which, by the being? way, she's not technically an adult yet, but it's fine. No, I it's love fine. how you're fighting with a 17-year-old, No, exactly, it's exactly, exactly. Because yeah. she hurts my feelings. And you're an point, adult. I'm getting so mad because she's so mean to me. <laughs> she's so mean to me. And I'm like, why can't you just talk to me like a normal person? And she goes, what am I supposed to do? If I'm upset, I'm supposed to be nice to you? If I'm upset about something, I'm not going to be fake to your face? I'm going to say how I feel. And I was like, why can't you just talk to me in a nice way, right? So we're going back and forth. We're screaming. And finally, my parents are like, chill, chill out. We're done. We're done. Be quiet. Be quiet. And then we're just silent in the car. And then we get to the mall. I'm not talking to anyone. You I'm didn't a, talk to nobody. I didn't hey, talk what's, to anyone. What's, what's Garage Boy doing? He's just, he literally is just standing <laughs> so next awkward. to me. He's just standing next to me. I'm not, so then now it's like, now like my sister's talking crap about me to my dad yeah. in front. My mom's standing next to me. I'm complaining to my mom. So we're talking shit about each other to the different parent, right? Do your parents, are they even like um, invested in this anymore? They're so used to you two fighting. No, they they're just, they yeah, they're just like, just chill out, chill out, chill yeah. out. And I can see my dad being like, why do you have to be that way to your sister? You know, she's sensitive. Like I can literally see him mouthing those words because that's how it always is because like when i get so angry i want to start crying right. but i don't want to let her know that she's about to make me cry because then she gets satisfaction of like having that power over me so i'm just pissed <laughs> and then it's like an hour and then she comes to me and she's like i'm sorry i was a bitch to you and so was, she apologized yeah eventually okay and i was like i just can't handle when you're that way to me so who was in the wrong let's figure this out because i didn't tell them to go downstairs like it would be so one wait your thing. dad texted you and said what he just said your sister will be ready in 20 minutes Okay. I said, okay. That's all I said. Okay. And so they just assumed that you're going to be It's not my admit. fault that they assumed. <laughs> face on, though? <laughs> you have a face on. Like, you know you're kind of guilty? No, how am I guilty? If I said, no, no, no. You know what? I would be guilty if I said, I'm on my way, <laughs> or be downstairs in five minutes, or meet you at the lobby. 100%. 
you know what? Next time, what I will say is that I'll be better about communicating. I'll say, you know, what? I okay. need some time. Maybe That's like I'll be there in 30 minutes. But I'm not going to apologize <laughs> for an assumption that y'all made. When I was waiting for you, and I was super chill about it, but all of a sudden, y'all got away from me, and it's my fault, and I ruined everything. And I'm hot. Gotta take my shirt <laughs> Just we're like seven layers. It's literally like 115 degrees outside right now. Yeah. <sighs> wow, that's really dramatic. That's it. Yeah. I, I think that you were... I think she was more in the wrong, but I think you could have done better. Yeah, you could have done better. No, I know. I, I lose. I lose control. Yeah. She I see like that. I get so upset the way that she talks to me. Yeah. That, that you're done. Then it makes me go insane. <laughs> you have to keep us more posted on these stories because it's so dramatic. Because <laughs> my sister, I did the same. I mean, my sister and I went months without talking for one point. Like, yeah. there's something about your siblings and oh, my yeah. my brother. I don't do it. my sister and I though. We will like you we'll can go meh, hard. Meh, 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 and I don't know what it because I'm not that kind of person. I but I will literally switch in five seconds. <laughs> when it comes to her You think you're gonna ever yell at me? Oh yeah You will? Uh-huh I'm gonna yell back at you And then you're gonna cry I know Cause I can be mean I know you I mean, can be I mean I can be mean Not to my Jess though Not yet Can't wait for our first big fight It'll be bad So dramatic No but I feel like you and I You'll be like hey I'll be like hey So you done? Yeah, yeah. Okay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah That'll be the end of it Okay so We need to talk about this today But honestly I'm trying to like uh, Work on time management so I said, I got to be out of this building by noon. Oh, I, yeah. I still got things I got to do. Mm-hmm. So um, next episode, episode six, just know that we're going to come back. And Jess is already talking about marriage. They've no, been I'm not talking. You're talking I just, about I it. I asked my friend a personal question about it, and you put me on blast on here. But are you talking about it? No, if, I'm not. You Only not to say, you. Oh, right, but are you talking you. about it? No, that doesn't count. Just the thing is, it's not with her boyfriend. It's with me. Yeah, I was just asking now, you a question. With you. Uh, but again, like, be cool. Don't be all messaging him like, what did Jess say on the podcast about? You can get married, man. Just yeah, don't. Be cool. Don't talk about be it. cool. I'm just asking a question. Okay, so next episode, Jess is talking marriage. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> a question about marriage. <laughs> Stop. It's been almost nine months, so this should be interesting. I'm just asking. All right. A uh, couple ways to connect with us. Get us on social media. Jess. Just do it. J-E-S-S-D-U-I-T-T. I am that guy Kramer on Instagram. Check out my other podcast. It's very different than this, but uh, <laughs> it's called Certified Mama's Boy on Radio.com and all the other podcasting apps. And uh, that's it. We're Kramer and Jess on Instagram. Anything else? No, just, just hang out. Just hang out. Please support us. Please love us. We love you. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.